This is for the nerds. This is for the brainiacs. This is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back. You ain't gonna touch me. You're not gonna do nothing. You are not above me. I bet you wish you was me. I know that I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast. It's a big day today. Sports day. Yay. We already had sports day yesterday. Every day is sports day. Mm -hmm. Well, I veto it. Me too. Mm. Mm. If only your votes counted for something. (laughs) It's Tortoise Tuesday. It is Tortoise Tuesday. Tortoise Tuesday. It's Mm -hmm. trade deadline Tuesday. (laughs) And the NFL starts in two days. Yeah, but it doesn't start today. No, trade deadline is today. But there's also some other big things coming out of the NFL. We're going to talk about owners today, both in the NFL and in poker. Oh, I see. Some things have occurred. I see what you're doing here. Almost as though the universe was listening to our show yesterday. Very, very strange. The universe might have listened, but I didn't. <laughs> I was just in the chat. You were too busy punting it off. Yeah. You think Goodell listened to our podcast? I don't think he did. Probably not. No. Probably not Goodell, but uh, potentially some others. Central only friend. Hold on. What's are, we, uh, are we not live? We're live. Why am I not getting a feed? What the hell's because going on? Because you're tra- trying oh, there to we sabotage go. the show by making it all about sports. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to talk about, Melissa? <laughs> um, guys dating profiles on why they are so bad. Perfect. <laughs> the entire B block can be that. But to start with, there's some breaking news. Uh, how breaking? Well, <laughs> it depends on how much of a baseball fan you are. But this is a pretty big trade deadline for the MLB. We mm-hmm. saw a lot of movement uh, with some blockbusters, more so than in the past. The Padres may now be the best team in all of baseball. Oh, wow. They've acquired Juan Soto. And that guy's good. Former Pirate Josh Bell. That guy was also good. Very good. Uh, they gave up a bunch of people that I've never heard of. Gore, Abrams, Hassel, Wood, and Susana. They gave, it was like a two... They gave away five people for two people? They basically gave away five prospects yeah, yeah. for arguably one of the best players in baseball. Yeah. Uh, and I'm only saying arguably because they already had two of arguably the best players in baseball. Yeah. And uh, one of the better power-hitting first basemen. They're playing the win-now strategy. And they got the best closer in the league, Josh Hader, which yep. is like... The, the cherry on top. So sure. when Tatis comes back, this is their projected starting lineup. Imagine, imagine facing this top four. Tatis leading off, Juan Soto hitting second, Machado hitting third, Josh Bell cleaning up. <laughs> wow. So you play, I would, just pitch around I the first half so of the order. Lost. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would be so afraid. You should be. See, you know sports. Yeah. Yeah, See? it would be mm-hmm. really bad. It sounds like an understand. all-star team, really but bad. in real life. They're... they're uh, top four hitters will make more than the entire Pirates roster this season. That's true. Business. I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not positive. Because well, Soto doesn't have the uh, he doesn't have his contract yet. That's true. After he does. Well, okay, fine. Next season, their top four uh, will make more than the entire. And that's not even like getting into the bullpen uh, or the the pitching staff. They have like one of the better staffs in the league too. They mm-hmm. have. Snell, you Darvish, Joe Musgrove, Musgrove. He just signed. He just signed a an extension. A, an extension yeah. with them. Yeah. Man, I remember you Darvish used deal. to be that guy. You Darvish used to be that guy. Bro, he's that guy. Yeah. I, I. So my reels are very curated yeah, on on yeah. IG. 
Uh, it's funny. I think by default, if you're a male, when you first start scrolling through reels, it's always just hot girls. Mm-hmm. Like, always, yeah. Until until you like start liking some content and they yeah. they like. That's so interesting because mine's always like how to get him to obsess over you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what it started off as a default. No, it, it was like that. <laughs> Plus puppies, like they really right. target. Dogs. So, so yeah. mine, like the hot girls, they don't go away. Oh, like mine they, went away. They went away. Yeah, I started liking <laughs> snowboarding content. Maybe you're a dirty fucking old man. No, no. <laughs> I, they they just put them in there, but it, but it slowly transitioned into some of that and a lot of barbecue videos mm-hmm. and a lot I get of, some of those actually uh, and a lot of dogs. Mine is mine is snowboarding, pickleball, baseball, and. Ever so slightly poker. Yeah, that's because they know you. They Mine know your priorities lie. Mine is nails, astrology, ADHD, <laughs> and um, manipulation. Memes. <laughs> I mean, you like stuff. And makeup. To purposely curate this, like yeah, I started yeah. purposefully liking a bunch of snowboarding and pickleball stuff to, yeah, yeah. to mm-hmm. bring that stuff in. Right. But the with the baseball stuff, uh, there's this reel of you, Darvish, throwing a. Uh, I think it was uh, a slow motion reel of him throwing a slider. Yeah. This is unhittable. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not in reality, but like when you actually get to watch what is occurring, like the physics of what's occurring yeah. and how impressive it is, it's, yeah, yeah. it's remarkable. Um, and then yesterday I saw another reel where <laughs> he was like leading the pitchers out to the bullpen and they were in single file line. Yeah. And unbeknownst to him, everyone behind him was mimicking his every move. Mm. So like he'd stick his hand in his pocket and they would all stick their yeah, hand yeah, in the pocket. Yeah, yeah. He'd lift his cap. They'd all lift his cap. Yeah, and yeah, finally right. they got yeah. to the bullpen and he turns around and they all turn around yeah. with them. That <laughs> was great. Oh, He's man. been in the league for a long time, right? Like long, long it time. It feels like a long time. He came up with the Rangers, I think, in like 2015, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because in my head, that wasn't that long ago. Oh, Guapo found it. This is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look how stiff they are. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, if they weren't mimicking him, his movements would look totally natural. But because they're mimicking him, <laughs> it almost feels like it was staged. That's great. Uh, yeah, I think he came up like in like that. 2013, between 2013 and 2015, which doesn't feel like that long ago. But now I realize that uh, I'm just old. And that was forever ago. Mm. It doesn't feel long ago. 2015? Do you think it's because of COVID? Uh, maybe a little bit. There's like a two-year span where like, I keep attributing things. Like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that happened in like 2019. And I'm like, nope, smack dab in the middle of 2021. Yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> there was like that's two a little years bit it of didn't it. Exist. Yeah. And just getting Oh, older. they existed. Right. No, they existed. They- I was really sad during those years. <laughs> down sad, down bad. During COVID? Yeah, because COVID was like, but this is pre-coming out to Vegas post leaving college this was like the down COVID was when you were here i came here for the start of covid um and then i went back home oh and then i came back I'm my first sure. experience with landon was like timing. i hadn't been to the office or the, our studio for oh like my a God, long time for like forever because of because of covid and then i had to come here for some reason and there's this just like this tall long-haired blonde man living here and i'm like who is this guy and he's like oh yeah i'm just uh doing some work with poker and i'm like who are you why I are you this. here i just was like uh i thought you were eric's friend when i first Dylan. 
Yeah. He I thought you were Eric's friend until like six months ago. Maybe that's true. Yeah. He's like, why are we paying Eric's friend? <laughs> like, why is he on the payroll? Yeah. <laughs> I remember nope. that. You came in, you had to get something from here. I was upstairs on the couch and you came up and you're like, like, oh, hi. I I just, I'm living here now. Expect to see, see, yeah, see yeah. you there. I remember, And then you left. You was like, oh, see yep. you. I was like, bye. <laughs> and I, you're moving pretty fast those days. Yeah. I was. I was in a hurry. A young spry tortoise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In this first now quarter the, life. The, like the 200-year-old tortoise doesn't move as quick as he used to. Do you feel half as old as you look? Wow. <laughs> do I do I feel uh, 25? No. <laughs> how do you how how old do you see? That's a rad joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a dad joke. That's a rad joke. I feel like a yinzer. That's what I feel like. What does uh, that mean? You're about ready to just mail it in, sit on yep. the couch, have an Iron City, and oh, call it a day. Man, do I miss icy light? Ah, oh, that's that like something the only in Pittsburgh. It's beer, yeah. It's a it's a it's a Pittsburgh beer. It's called Icy Light. Well, it's called Iron City Brewing. Oh, um, Iron Iron, Iron City. Only pussies drink Icy right? Light. Mm. Really? Yeah. You don't Is drink like anything, an so I mean, they drink Iron City. Yep. <laughs> Just ask Big Russ. It sounds like drinking Bud Heavy versus drinking Bud Light. Well, Iron no, no, no. City doesn't. Sound Iron like City a is pussy not beer. a pussy beer. Okay. Icy Light, however. Oh, the light yeah. version. Is yeah, 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 yeah. No. Ask Big Russ. He'll tell you. I'm Big Russ, yeah. <laughs> Big Russ also just drinks like straight bourbon. Yeah. Straight yeah, Kentucky yeah. bourbon. Yeah. How did you grow up with all these degenerates and never take a drink? Um, it's amazing. I think, honestly, like... Because you grew up with all these degenerates. Yeah, because you saw how <laughs> yeah, disgusting yeah. it was. I, I think that, like, I just saw the pattern repeating over and over again. I don't want to be that guy. Right, right it's, like, it's like my stepfather was an alcoholic. Uh-huh. Uh, which honestly wasn't that much of, it, was much like, of it didn't make that big of an impression on me. Cause I yeah. was like nine when my mom remarried. So okay. kind of whatever, but was he like crazy though? No, he was just a townie. He was like oh, everything he that was drinking. Yeah. It's just like, he worked a labor job, hmm. got paid dust, came home and drank his sorrows away every single day. Like right. he wasn't abusive or anything. Right, he was right. just a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. And I feel like he was like the carbon mold of what 80% of the people where we grew yeah, up that's like a com that like. is a common mold i think across the country maybe the globe for sure in like the flyover states yeah. and uh blue collar cities and uh -huh. things. yeah you're not going to see that being the prototypical or the prototype in like new york or la right but for sure whenever you get to like the the smaller populations new york or just, la it manifests life. more in them going going out and stuff i feel like new york la it's a lot more polarizing where it's like either you're middle class plus yeah. or you're homeless yes like i feel like there isn't a polarized i mean i know i know there's that, not a huge middle class like yeah i feel like the lower class in these larger cities like la and new york suffer almost more yeah. than be, because just the cost of living is so high yeah well it's also yeah it costs a lot to live comfortably there yeah because I mean, you can survive, but you're going to be surrounded by cockroaches and dirt. And well, that's what happens in these smaller places, too. But it's less yeah. of a big deal, I guess, because you're so much closer to just you, living in the woods outdoor, anyway. You're more outdoors. You can be outside and stuff. It's yeah. different when you're confined to your box. Yeah. And yeah. that box is infested. Yeah, I feel like the barrier stuff. to homelessness is much lower in like these major metropolises yeah well it's also hard to even like rent a place right you need to show like 40 times the rent or 80 times the rent that's wild yeah yeah a lot 
Yeah, so I imagine like people who are like living on government assistance and like you know have a bit of a meager life, but are getting by uh, in these rural towns and uh, you know smaller suburbs and things like that would just be on the streets in mm -hmm. major metropolises yes. like New York and L.A. Yeah, um, and a lot of the people living in you know, like their whole family in like a one bedroom apartment would be living in a pretty nice house. In yeah. Towns. Yeah. That's kind of the other thing. Like when we, when I think of middle-class growing up, I think of like the blue collar workers and like my stepdad would have been like the barrier of entry to that. Like yeah. he's on the bottom rung, but like, he's definitely that guy who just grinds a 12 hour day job, goes to the bar afterwards, mm -hmm. shoots the shit, talks about the glory days comes home and passes it's like out. the working class compared to the middle class kind yeah of thing. yeah but like at, at the grittiest level mm -hmm. right like think about you know our parents maybe not uh yeah i would say our parents were probably the last generation that were like working the mines working the, mills. the steel mills mm -hmm. and you know all these like down dirty jobs where they're just trying to provide a better life for their family mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's a great uh show. dirty jobs that was a great show. Yeah. That Mike was Rose, a really good show. Mike Rose is a fantastic host. That's what you should do. That would actually be a good compromise for my uh, quest to be alone. Yeah. Um, just do dirty jobs. You're just alone by yourself? No, no, no. It's, it's not about the solitude. It's just about like the challenge of having to do something for a very short period of time instead of trying to survive in the wilderness. Like, I maybe, not, I, I maybe didn't make it clear enough, but oh. I would die trying to do the alone challenge if i had to tomorrow like i'm not like equipped a challenge for it sounds this. like exile <laughs> well it's it, again it has nothing to do with the solitude i'm just not equipped to survive like yeah. i find it fascinating yeah and i'm interested in it but if you put me in the wilderness tomorrow like yeah. i'm not making it a week nobody nobody mm -hmm. said you're survival man matt i think that was the implication the chat's always gonna hype it up that's true they're always yeah. gonna say that you can do more or less than you can or can't do and in yeah. both cases they're right. Well, I guess I should take it as a compliment that they think everything that I speak about in general, yeah. I somehow internalize as me being right. an authority You're just on. You're a survivalist wizard that's talking like, about Which is, like, not alone. true. Yeah. yeah. Like, just because I'm talking about something doesn't mean that I believe myself to be an authority. But, yeah, right. um, you know... All I, those big words. I guess uh, <laughs> with a little bit of training, I think I could last some amount of time. I don't know how much. Who would you... Okay, pick someone to train you for your survivalist experience. You could pick some bear girls. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, I think the, I think the trick with that is that, um, like my instinct would be to go to somebody who's just like hard and gritty, like Jocko, mm -hmm. but military survivalists are kind of like trained to basically endure the environment for a short period of time until you figure out an exit. Right. So their, their training is more so, um, surrounded around uh exiting the problem kind of like a business right you just you try to endure kind of. until you exit you <laughs> only, only like very short <laughs> term <laughs> like like they're trained to kind of like live off the land for a few days not like a few months yeah, yeah. yeah. they know to... they know like the rescue they're hoping the rescue Correct. is in yeah. pursuit yeah, yeah and they just have to like survive until that till it comes and gets them yeah or the other one is you're trying to like survive for weeks. Well, it's like bush sustain. You're trying to sustain. Yeah, you sustain. Yeah. Like you, you develop a, mm -hmm. a certain bush lifestyle where, um, you know, maybe you get to a point where uh, you're slightly, not slightly, but maybe you're under calorie because you're eating every other day instead of every day. Yeah. But you've built a sustainable source of food. And Do you think there's people who are doing this right now? Yeah. Just like for, for life.
maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe not to the degree of like this is the way that they live their life 365. But almost every contestant is, uh, or at least the majority of the contestants are survivalist trainers. Right. Uh, so they do this for like weeks or months at a time. Or just intermittently. In the sense of like going but on trucks. You don't think stuff? that there's like people who just are like, I want to, you know, just maybe. live off the Ted land. Ted Kaczynski did it. <laughs> Doesn't help. The us. Unabomber? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was, was in a lock. cabin. No. Yeah. He just. Went off the grid, yeah. uh, built a log cabin in uh-huh. the woods in Montana, and then uh, went batshit crazy. Yeah. But he I was just was like living crazy well, before. I mean, I, yeah, I probably, think that that's but. an impulse of, you know, not to throw shade at you, but I think it might be an impulse of like people who are like a little bit psychopathy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know enough about his <laughs> history. Like, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, he was an academic, so he was a professor for a long time, seemed really sharp in math. Like, he was a high intellect. Right. And yeah, a lot of psychopaths sure are. well are you gaslighting him into being <laughs> <laughs> i'm setting him up to admit that he's admit it socio- <laughs> i'm not a sociopath i might yeah, be a psychopath no. i'm definitely not a sociopath um sociopaths don't have empathy facts right. yeah he feels you do feel yeah sociopaths they know calling. they're a sociopath whether right whether psychopaths maybe sometimes just- i think they just feel bored a lot just bored I've read like interviews with them and stuff, and uh, um, the main emotion is boredom, and that's what leads them to sort of chase power and money and stuff like that, or or go the dark route, I'm doing terrible things, and chase a feeling of like excitement from mm-hmm. doing bad stuff because they don't have a conscience about it. It could sort of like logically makes sense. You remove the empathy, <laughs> and you, you're chasing a feeling gonna sort of go as extreme as you can there you go yeah mm. maybe if, you're if, a psychopath me yeah i think i have empathy i said psychopath oh <laughs> i thought that they're like exchangeable uh you mean interchangeable yeah sure i think it's like the i think there's like a venn diagram of it <laughs> Mm-hmm. Psychopaths are more manipulative, <laughs> and generally, that's probably going to be through having higher EQ. Um, I don't know about these definitions, right? But like the sociopath, they well, know. It, I think psychopaths the, don't realize that what they're doing is wrong or don't think it's wrong. It is or, just antisocial personality disorder. Diagnostically, there is no psychopath. Mm-hmm. A, it's ASPD. So, or no, that's autism. <laughs> APD, whatever. Antisocial personality disorder is the diagnostic name. For sociopath. Correct. But psychopath isn't in the diagnostic thing. Right. I mean, it seems just interchangeable for someone who's suffering some mental illness, whatever that may be. Depends on, I guess, the label probably qualifies based off of like what actions you take or what harm you cause. But it's not like it's just a made-up word. No, it's no, I know. I, th- I just think clinically it doesn't really have a place anymore. Psychopath. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fine. Probably say the same about a lot of stuff. We just get more refined in the way things are diagnosed. Yeah. Like schizophrenia was just like a generic term for mental illness for a while. Right. So capacity. was um, what women had hysteria. Yeah. 
I remember when I was growing up, uh, my mother would often talk about like having a nervous breakdown as though it was like a clinical thing. And I like grew up thinking somehow that, that like, I don't know if I thought like <laughs> we could actually control our nervous system to that degree or if like the, the notion of uh something getting on your nerves would lead to a mental breakdown mm, yeah. but i was definitely of the impression that like any high stress situation could lead to a trip to the mental hospital wow for some period of time i'm anyway. surprised that that didn't lead to you having nervous breakdowns no i welcome stress you were fine you weren't afraid of it i mean i don't know what i was as a kid but like as an adult i certainly lean heavily into the chaos hmm. like when things are calm is whenever i'm pretty lost yeah I maybe i am a psychopath that. no i that's that's normal if you grew up in chaos you feel like when crazy shit's happening around you you're like oh well now my internal state makes sense because <laughs> now right. it matches but when everything's calm it's like something's bad should be happening right oh now. i don't want to interchange chaos with with negativity uh i just mean like I, I perform better under some level of stress. Yeah. So whether that's financial stress, deadlines. Um, is it you know, financial stress? Huh? Is it? Is what? Performing better. Huh? You're talking about like you perform better under some sort of stress. Okay. We need to save the house, man. The house isn't going anywhere. Save the market's the crashed already. It's over. No one wants missed to buy it. it. Yeah, we missed it. We no one's going to buy it. This is, this is like a sort of, it's like hell light where we have to uh, have showings every single hell day. <laughs> and <laughs> no one ever buys the house. Yeah. It's just we have to welcome random families into the house every day who walk into your room and go, oh, no loft? Oh, <laughs> it's not a loft, honey. And then that's it every yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> basically the house being life. listed at this point is the same as, like, people who list punks for one million ETH. Yeah. Or list... Uh, like, you're throwing it out there. Yeah. Like, maybe some Russian will misclick and yeah. buy it. Yeah, you're throwing it out there because, like, the market's inflated and somebody might just, like, overpay a little bit. But in reality, like, you're not selling for less than it's worth. Yeah. So, you know... When Sorry. you say families, you mean like whole families uh -huh. are coming? Yeah, kids, with their everything? kids, everything. And then um, I hear Scout in the garage like screeching and having a breakdown. And then they're walking in one by one into my room going, oh, it's not a loft? I'm like, <laughs> no. I mean, what do you want me to say? <laughs> it's a room. <laughs> what, what is a loft? I don't know. This is a loft. <laughs> this is exactly This is a loft, right, like, yeah. These like middle-aged white women they need lofts upstairs like it's like every single one is like where's the loft where's the loft honey there's no loft okay well we could maybe make this into a loft it's like what are you talking about definitely cannot make it into a loft it's, it's a, a suite <laughs> what uh what's a yeah, suite yeah what what makes something a loft open openness this is this that? is legitimately a lot why do they want that it's just a room with no wall well Are because they record a podcast i would assume to watch that... their kids but so, does the loft have to have like the railing behind me like this back here and then you can see to downstairs is that that has to or can it just be one giant room that's open? might be being part that that's loft-esque brian okay <laughs> i mean the railing is necessary so people don't die yes but uh it's open so it's basically an open attic sort of layout 
you're you're looking at it. It's it's very difficult. Why to, would they rather have that list. over a room? Because we have a five bedroom house. They probably don't need all five. So if instead they could turn the upstairs into a loft, turn it, it becomes a secondary a room. living room. Make it a room, playroom with uh, a bathroom, uh, a balcony. I mean, it it just feels like less space collectively. It's like two little small spaces instead of one bigger. Space. Oh, it's a big. It's a huge waste of space if yeah. you don't need those two bedrooms. And yeah, then you could just make it a loft, I guess. No, there, there's no way it could be converted into a loft. It, it's just not just, feasible. The, the dream of the loft is over. They gotta <laughs> just get over the it. Loft, the loft. <laughs> well, I think. I think it's, it's because like, so it's super. It's a super popular uh, housing style in like New York and cities where they build vertically instead right, of yeah. uh, out. But like here, it's almost non-existent. Like us having this place is so rare, which is why so many porn industry people were renting <laughs> these places. Because lofts are po are popular for porn. Well, it's so great to film. Like you have the the exposed the ceilings, the rafters, easy to light. Okay. Uh, a lot of, you know, I mean, it's why we have it. It's easy to film. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's it's just set up for filming. Um. So I understand like why it's desirable from a production standpoint. I think from a family standpoint, it's probably just utilization of space. Like you don't really need a four thousand square foot house I with five it was bedrooms. The like when an upstairs has like a living room. That's effectively... That's a loft, basically? Uh, uh, well, I mean, that's what a lot of lofts get turned into. Okay. Like this could get turned into a living room. This is meant to be the master bedroom of this place. But like we've that turned it into... a huge bedroom. Yeah, That's kind of sick. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like 1,500 square feet, This would be a cool bachelor pad. Wait, 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 wait. Isn't like you just sleep out here in the open? Yeah. I don't like that. No, of course not. It's a little bit too open. Like I don't... Like, like imagine a family living here and like... Your kids are downstairs and just like, what, looking up at you? Banging? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Parents don't bang, though. That's true. <laughs> this is why we don't I get remember married. being young and like, have, like going over to my friend's house for a sleepover and then like someone walked in on her parents having sex. <laughs> and, and we were like, oh my God, like what were they doing? And then it was like so awkward for the rest of the sleepover because her parents, we would just look at them and start laughing. I gotta tell you, these, <laughs> these parents are pretty, pretty optimistic. Yeah, who, what parents fuck at yeah, a yeah, sleepover? Yeah, yeah, when their like kids are having a sleepover. Over. Have 10 There's friends 10 over, it's fine. There's 10 little girls in the living room. What are you guys doing? That makes you turned on? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. finally, we're alone. Right. You're, it's like you are supposed to be watching us anyway. <laughs> like, there's no one else there. It's just us. They just slip away to, you know. Yeah, they're probably like, well, their kids aren't going to come bother them. No, they're, they're, they're hanging they out with all, their friends. Yeah, all the kids can so, watch each other. Oh, yeah. right. They're right? like, oh, yeah, maybe that is... Yeah, but they can hear running in the, the room. Kids, yeah, we did hear it. That's why we of knew. Of course. Yeah. Uh, like, where we grew up, basements were what got converted into, like, um, It just turned like, or, Yeah, that same. Yeah, like, yeah so it's like, were, if you could stuff them all in the basement, and your bedroom's on the third floor, like, you're a little more safe now. that makes sense. Yeah, I think that makes a little more sense. Or you could just, you know, send your kid to someone else's sleepover. Exactly. Maybe don't host that day. No, don't host if you're feeling frisky. That's just a recipe for disaster. It seems like basements were, like, the pre-loft lofts. Did you not have basements in Florida? No. We were, like, yeah, all the houses had basements. No basements. Yeah, they're in a Except flood zone. Except for that one. That one did not have a basement. They were <laughs> on this, actually the same floor. Their bedroom was on the same floor as wow, the living room. Wow, that's bold. Yeah. Just right down the hall, huh? Yeah, Wait, no, right there. Well, that's how, that's how my house was. Like, there was, like, living room, family room, like, kitchen. 
and then upstairs downstairs but the master bedroom was downstairs yeah i mean that's the way my house is now yeah um but it's far it was just kind of like well, I'm on my own wing. Way. Yeah. yeah you have your own my own, your wing. own wing yes the west yes wing. you have a wing yeah. you're in the west wing although <laughs> i am Berkey of the west wing i am like 99 percent <laughs> sure the majority of your family heard me having sex during thanksgiving I don't, no one's ever said anything about it. But yeah. they, listen, they, they said it's stuff to each other. Being, no, being, but they told me. <laughs> no. Being like right off the kitchen, not great. Especially whenever... Uh, there, there are kids around, you know, they watch each other. Sure. Each other. <laughs> it was one of those moments where it was like, why do you want to do this? You can hear that there are people outside the door. And it was almost just like, uh, like I wasn't, I wasn't like super up for it, but it seemed like... They were like, yeah, no, now's definitely the time. I'm going to put on a performance of a lifetime. It just seems like such a down bad idea. Why? I don't know. The corrupt There's people Tristan. here. There's people. I mean, some people have an exhibitionist kink. Yeah. I think it, I think it was just... Uh, I'm really watching it, today. It, was, it was literally right after like the whole Tristan's going to recruit us all to church uh-huh. type of thing. And I think it was just kind of a, actually, I'm going to recruit you to the dark side. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What are you going to do? So, so, so Soto got traded. Soto got traded. Uh, big, yeah. big breaking news out of the NFL. Um, this was kind of leaked, I think, a year ago or so, but it got swept under the rug. The Dolphins uh, have finally been punished. So I don't know how aware everybody is of like the, the depths of what was going on here, but uh, there were a lot of things at play. So there was an investigation... Uh, regarding them tanking at the end of the season last year uh, uh-huh. for picks. Uh, there was an investigation of them not rehiring or firing Brian Flores, um, who was a minority coach. Uh, and then there were also uh, there was also an investigation of they were courting Tom Brady in his last year with the Patriots. And I guess they were dangling like part ownership uh, in front of him. Um, so this broke when Brady retired. Was it the end of last season? Yeah. Okay. So this, this news story first broke when he retired at the end of last season. And the thought was that he was retiring to take this executive gig with the Dolphins while still playing for the team. Um, and it got squashed as rumors or whatever. But I guess as the investigation finally broke through, uh, the allegations of tanking and uh, un. Uh, unlawful firing of Brian Flores were found to be non-existent. So the league ruled in favor of the Dolphins uh, in that regard. Brian Flores is actually now a linebacker coach for the Steelers. Steelers, right. Um, But they were found guilty of fraternizing with the enemy, so to speak. So uh, I guess dating all the way back to 2019, Brady's last season with the Patriots, they had started courting him for this executive role where he would be able to play out his final days as a Dolphin and be a part owner of the team. Um, which, kind of crazy that it didn't actually come to fruition. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a pretty big thing to walk away from. Mm-hmm. Um, just reading a little bit of Adam Scheffner's report here, uh, it says, investigators found uh, tampering violations of unprecedented scope and severity. This is from Roger Goodell. Uh, I know of no prior instance of a team violating the prohibition of tampering with both a head coach and star player to the potential detriment of other clubs over a period of several years. So uh, they didn't exactly leak all of the how it happened, I guess. Um, 
And I'm actually not even really sure why this is such a detriment to everybody else. Like, the way this is framed to me, or the way I'm understanding it, is it's very similar to, like, college recruiting, uh, where an agent comes in and is, like, dangling Mercedes-Benzes and new houses for uh, the parents mm -hmm. in front of them. Um, so I'm not really sure, like, why this is so f frowned upon, I guess, in the NFL. What's the big deal? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it seems... Uh... Like, yeah, he's under contract, but, like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Right? Like... There must be more to it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, know. maybe it's because uh, his rights were at the time owned by the Patriots and then by the Bucks. So, like, mm -hmm. by him retiring, uh, maybe it forces, like, some weird thing where he has to be out of the league until his uh, rights with the Bucks expire. And maybe there's a thing about, like, not being a current player. And Yeah, that's the thing. We might not know all these intricate rules that, that the NFL has uh, regarding, you know, other players on other teams. Right. Um, oh, so I guess this was also taking place with uh, Sean Payton, um, where they were trying to recruit Saints him coach. as a head coach. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess there's a big thing with consent in the NFL, which is hilarious, <laughs> all things considered, with the uh, Deshaun Watson right. case. Um, but another tweet was in January 2022, the Dolphins had impermissible communications with Don Yee, the agent for Saints coach Sean Payton, about having Mr. Payton serve as Miami's head coach. Miami did not seek cons uh, consent from the New Orleans Saints to have these discussions. Yeah, so you must not be able to like just like poach other players. Yeah, or, I guess that's, or, that's or, like, reasonable. You know, coaches and when they're under contract of a certain sort or. It's so like funny that. too because. Uh, I remember seeing this on the Pat McAfee show when Stafford got signed by the Rams. Uh, what had happened was he was, it was off season and he was in like Punta Cana or somebody, some, some place like that with like uh, the head coach of the Rams, uh, a couple Sean of the McVay. players, yeah, Sean McVay, a couple of the players. And I think maybe like Peyton Manning was there also. Drew Brees, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It was Drew Brees. How, how did you hear this story? I hear things. Or you just watched the show with me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch the show. No, I, how did I know the story? Um, no, I know the story. Though. But yeah. yeah, so I guess like they like soft recruited him yeah. during this like vacation, and they came back, and the papers were like almost instantly signed. Mm. Uh, and I don't think he was technically a free agent yet. So like this stuff obviously happens, right? Uh, but like to the degree at which it's nefarious, I guess is like debatable. The penalty for the Dolphins is pretty severe, right? Very severe. So the owner is suspended for I think eighteen months, uh, and they had to pay a multi-million dollar fine. What does that um, mean? What that? I was about to say, what is? Yeah, what does nothing. that mean when the, the owner, owner is suspended? Is suspended so, from what? I mean, this happened in baseball with uh, George. Uh, Steinbrenner. Steinbrenner. Yeah. Okay, but what did he get suspended in, in like from? the early nineties? I guess being able to make decisions. And yeah. But don't they really not make decisions anyways? It's no, they like do. GMs. Yeah. A no, lot of a lot of them. Yeah, they hire GMs, but a lot of them are still like the quote the unquote executive. CEO. Right. So yeah. they're like the executive. They make the final decision. Okay. So decision. they're suspended. Somebody has to make the decisions for them. They yeah. They just empower Which they the GM. Probably tell them to do anyways. Correct. So it's just a it's a big lie. I wonder how far they go with it, right? Like, yeah. do they do they seize like phone records between the owner and the no GM way. to make sure that no there's way. no contact over eighteen well, months? No fucking yeah, chance, right? Of course right? not, right? Cause they could go to dinner or whatever, and they yeah. talk about I think, it. I like, think I hey, think what yeah. it comes down to is they're just like not allowed in the building on game day. Is that true? Uh, I'm not positive, but I think <laughs> that's part of it. Uh, <laughs> probably not, right? If I get to go watch their own, team it might not allow to be in the facilities at all. I just watched the thing with Jeter where Steinbrenner was mm -hmm. suspended, and I can't recall. 
if what he was means. not allowed right. in Yankee I, Stadium I, or not. I literally watched it too, and I don't remember. It's probably just like a fancy way to say, like, we're punishing you, and like this is how we're going to show you. Like, your owner's suspended. Okay, fine. I'm going to give power right. to this guy, and then I'm going to tell him what to do. I think it's like a manager break. getting thrown <laughs> out during the game. The biggest part of the punishment is the uh, draft picks, right? They, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. They, they, they surrendered their draft picks for 2022-2020. Or, sorry, 2023-2024. First round? First or, round. First, so, they yeah. just don't have a t- first-round pick for two years? Uh, correct. Which That's is, like a tangible punishment. Suspending an owner is not a tangible punishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, it's my team, though. Damn. You know, the there is something tangible about it, but. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like suspending the owner. That's like. Right. That's like when Michael Scott said he declared bankruptcy on, on the office. <laughs> yeah. I it's declare like, bankruptcy. It's like, okay. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> so it's not two first round picks. It's their 2023 first round pick and 2024 third round pick. That's not as bad. But not quite as heavy. Right. But yeah. Um. Oh, and he's not suspended nearly as long. It's not 18 months. It's like uh, effectively 18 days. He's suspended through October 17th and oh. fined 1.5 million. So it's kind of a slap on the wrist. That's what considered. I'm saying. I mean, yeah. you know, the NFL's in the business of slap on the wrist for uh, yeah for some some bad things you, these yeah, days. Yeah, you, you don't get consent. Uh, you get a little finger wag. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that happened. And uh, the segue into poker is that there's a new ownership group coming out with a new poker site. Four poker? Mm-hmm. Number four? Number I don't get the four. name. I don't understand. The it's name. like the Fantastic Four. Four mm, poker. Yeah, I don't get four it. Four poker. They're doing it for poker. Yeah, but why not FOR? I don't, I don't know. Understand. That's not why why we solve four Y sometimes? Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, we're not. Fuck. We're, we're never solve number four Y. No. We're S4Y as a shorthand. Yep. Uh, anyway, Bryn Kenny is one of the main investors in 4Poker. Oh, um, <laughs> this, this is all. So this whole thing is, is wild. We were just talking about this yesterday uh, about like how he was still trying to move forward launching his own site and we hadn't heard anything about it. Within an hour of the podcast ending, boom, news breaks. Bryn Kenny is moving forward. Four Poker is going to be live, seemingly in Q4. That's what they're targeting. Oh, the Q4 Poker in Q4, of course. Right, there you go. Q4 Poker. Now it all makes sense. Maybe it's 4chan Poker. Is that what's happening here? That's what I was thinking about. I was like, oh, it's like 4chan. Do you think this is all like, is this all a low-key red herring? But is it going to 100x? Well, obviously, it's up to you it's if you want to, to take it's it or to me, not. Mm-hmm. It's up to, I kind of feel like they might offer some sick breakback or something because <laughs> obviously they need to they need to incentivize people somehow. Well, something. So like the ownership group is largely comprised of former Stars employees, or or, or maybe <laughs> may, I, I'm not sure if it's the ownership group or if it's the actual like uh, managerial group, like the the CEO, COO, etc. Uh, and it might actually be both. I'm sure that they have skin in the game, but. Uh, they're basically the former stars group and it seems as though they're planning on executing in a way that poker stars used to so i imagine we might see things like supernova elite come back would be interesting to to see if if they take that approach um simon young was the one who was interviewed uh he let's see what's his role uh doesn't say in the first paragraph but um you know, he's basically saying that, like, uh, in spite of the fact that, you know, Bryn has all these allegations surrounding him, he thinks that it's a net positive to have such a well-known ambassador uh, be a part of the ownership group. Um, well, I mean, I don't know that we would have heard about it otherwise, so maybe. I mean, yeah, in that regard, it is kind of 
uh, a good marketing ploy. Uh, the other aspect of this, and um, I, I'm not really sure what to make of it because I literally said yesterday that I didn't think there was any chance this would happen. The headline of the Poker News article is Accused Cheater Bryn Kenny. Wow. Uh, and I just uttered the phrase yesterday. They'll never say accused cheater in the the headline because we'll show you right <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah uh, so i mean like uh, hey this is a far far cry w- away from like what we were complaining about like the hand updates and stuff but again like it's it's kind of apples to oranges this is a full-blown article uh not also, yeah the reason why it's like a story is because yeah we were upset this summer because they were getting like they were choosing to give them attention in an area where they didn't have to. Yeah. Right. Uh, this is an article. This that is has to be this written. is a news story. Right. This is, this is going to be reported. But kudos to them for uh, you know calling out Bryn Kenny. Uh, Maybe I don't it's know. Only four card poker. Wait, what? Maybe it's <laughs> only four card poker. No shot. <laughs> Probably no not. shot. Do they want to fail? Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Simon Young is uh, the one interviewed throughout the course of this article. Uh, he's basically saying that, uh, you know, they back Bryn fully uh, and that he has high confidence that, uh, you know, there's much to do about nothing. And, you know, he even kind of implies that, uh, you know, Martin is not a very credible uh, witness to all of these things. Um, you know, as, as more details keep shaking out, like, uh, I do think that it's becoming clear or more clear, I should say, that something nefarious was happening within Bryn and his stable. Yeah. Uh, the details of which are probably not as clear as we thought they were mm-hmm. when Martin came forward. Um, but I think that the accusations are still worth speaking about. Yeah, I mean, it's just a bit weird, though. If you got caught up in a big scandal like he did, would you really, as a normal you know, rational human being <laughs> think that your next step should be to be the head of, or, you know, a, a large face of a, yeah. Look around site. the industry. You would think that that's just that look around the industry. Look, look at who the owners of the major companies are. Like Phil Nagy <laughs> is Based. constantly getting dragged uh-huh. as being, uh, you know, a, a sexual harasser and, right. uh, uh, you know, reprehensible human being. Yeah. And you know, ACR is crushing. Yeah. They're just crushing. Yeah. Right? And, you know, I'm not yeah, going to go but- one by one through all the companies, but it's like everybody has a little bit of a black cloud over them. Right. You don't get money cleanly these days. You just don't. Right? Like, to a certain degree, sure. But, like, you're capped. You're capped <laughs> if you want to do it the right way. Your light, light side is capped. Dark side, maybe. It's just, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's sort of the next logical step it just seems weird to me to do that how many philanthropists are running like 100 million dollar companies in the poker space right yeah top to bottom if we're talking about like triton poker go uh poker stars gg wsop like whatever right like these monies are these these um these entities come to be because somebody's acquired a lot of fucking money throughout the course of their life and they have a passion project. Yeah. Right? Uh, and how they acquired that money, it's like largely unbeknownst to us, but very rarely is it like through some sort of clean endeavor or uh, philanthropic mm-hmm. pursuit. Right. You know, there, there aren't a lot of Bill Kleins in the poker industry. 
And that sucks. But, you know, that's the nature of the beast. I, I actually think this site's going to crush. Yeah. Really? I've I mean, fully expected you ever to You're going to play well. a hand on it? No. Well, it, it won't be US facing, though, right? Not, at least not to begin with. Um, but, and I guess I don't know enough about the landscape to know if they have a leg up or if they're way behind the eight ball. Um, so, like, comparing them to a GG, who uh -huh. has a better chance of getting into the United States? A new formulated company that doesn't like have any past history or like a gg that started off as a, a gray market app that is trending a little bit more into or a black market app really right uh that's trending a lot more into the gray yeah that's, i don't know that's actually a good question i don't know yeah i don't know and i, I don't think anybody really does at this point because yeah. the legislation is still so up for debate uh i think that there's one scenario where like the floodgates just open and literally everybody's able to operate. And then I think there's a more logical scenario where um, it's just an endless lobbying where slowly but surely people break down the walls, kind of the way that Party and Stars and yeah. uh, WSOP have done thus long, far. I was reading like an old thread once from, I don't know, 2013 or 14 or something and people were talking about like guessing when they think it'll become legal again and yeah. it was just all like way before now oh of course oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah within a year yeah, or two years yeah. i think nevada became legal in 2014 or 2013 one or the other um and the conservative estimate was five years before we had uh interstate gaming mm -hmm. and after that five years had passed, all we had was Nevada and New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like... How do we even get New Jersey? Uh, they, they had already had gaming licenses. Yeah, Atlantic City. Right, because they were the only other... Uh, I don't want to call it state because... I don't know that it carries through the whole state. Maybe it does. Yeah. Yeah, it probably does. Yeah. Um, but they were the only other state that had like uh, a gaming board mm. and casinos that weren't... Um, uh, which we call Indian casinos. Hmm. So uh, they very quickly were able to kind of attach themselves in a similar way. Um, they were also the first to get sports betting whenever that stuff passed. So for, Got it. you probably don't remember, but like as of, I don't know, four or five years ago, no. Nevada was the only place in the United States where you could place a legal sports bet. Yeah, yeah. I, know that. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. And then um, it was just like, it's crazy because like we thought this would happen with poker, right? Where like one, one, another place gets it, then another place and it would be yeah, like a snowball domino. effect. And that's kind of what happened with sports. Well, betting. it felt like it right? felt like the floodgates yeah, open with sports betting, but it's less so than you think. Is sports being really? everywhere now? No, I mean, it's a lot of, places. it's, it's in a lot of the States. Yes. Okay. Um, but it's it's a little bit more similar to poker, I think, than not in there the is sense kind that there's a sports betting boom happening. There? Uh, I don't know. It's it's, it's tough to say, honestly. Like, I, I guess I'm I'm not familiar enough with the landscape. I'm only judging based off FanDuel and uh -huh. uh, DraftKings. But it seems like there's way more like pro sports betters or like sports betting yeah. gurus yeah, yeah, yeah. now it's, than there used to be. Well, there's less like stigma now that it's legal in more yeah. places, right? But I don't think it's legal. Uh, I, man, I'm I'm kind of talking on my ass a little bit, but I would guess at least a third of the United States it's still not legal. Yeah, I'm not I'm not exactly sure on the numbers, but it when you when you see like shows now on like 
MLB Network, right? Yes, it's like, changed they have, dramatically they, they have in the shows media. Dedicated to betting on baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Or it's like, like more mainstream mm-hmm. by a lot. It's, tra- right, sure. it's changed massively in the media. ESPN yeah. has leaned heavily into the, the legalization sports of sports right. bet, which is really sharp because they were dead in the water um, as as a sport platform. So right. I think uh, Wabo has it up there now, which I can't read far away, but I'm guessing red is uh, red is already there. Yeah, so that's a lot of states. Yeah. And then uh, gray is no legislation in place. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty-four. Wow, I'm dead on. 15. So you can sports bet. So in about most a third places. of the United States has yep. no legislation. Yeah. So Man. you can mostly basically place a sports bet somewhere, but poker is still the same kind of thing. Where we have PA, Michigan, uh, New Jersey, and Vegas. That's where we're at with that, right? Yeah. For now. Like, yeah, I mean Delaware, but they Delaware. don't really have a player pool. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Del- oh wow yeah like, I didn't even like a lot of the sites just opt not to operate in delaware but there's no interstate gaming unless it's just new jersey it's up to Las the state to, it's up to the state to choose gotcha so michigan has since chosen to opt in they'll be a part of the player pool at some point but it takes time yeah so i don't know like what the what the timeline is there to to bring them in but yes eventually it'll be michigan nevada new jersey yeah and they're still just like lobbying hard to get Pennsylvania on board, but Pennsylvania doesn't want to do it. Pennsylvania will be one of the last to to because uh, they just succumb. have so much in their own state. It's right? a yeah, it's an elderly state uh, where they make a lot off of things like slots, yeah, uh, like online slots. So I don't think they want to share that liquidity pool with anybody. Yeah, um, it has a lot less to do with poker. Everything's always piggybacked off of sports and and uh, other gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poker's um, kind of like a secondary. Yeah, so I don't think that they want to uh, share their liquidity. Same thing with California. It's why they haven't, like, uh, it's one of the reasons why lobbying there has not gone well. Right. Um, You know, the state itself just doesn't want to see the money leave. Yeah, I mean, it's just so much bureaucracy. So. I hate hate that shit. Like, it's just such a headache. It's kind of wild to see how far the landscape has moved from pre-Black Friday, where it was just a free-for-all. Right. Literally, anybody could just operate. Mm Mm-hmm. It was so wild, solid. man. Like you sites are just your account, and then you just uh, start up a. The the craziest thing is before Black Friday, sites would literally pop up and not die. Right. All the like we didn't we didn't deal like with NFTs. we didn't deal with the no that's the thing we didn't deal with the rugging oh. at all. Well, there was no rugging until, you did. until, <laughs> until it all happened in one fell swoop. <laughs> right. like, that's how yeah. that's only how rugs work, Matt. But no, but that's not even it's true because rug. when Black Friday hit. Uh, <laughs> The only sites that really dealt with like any sort of rugging was Full Tilt. Mm-hmm. Poker Stars immediately paid back. All the other European sites mm-hmm. just oh, they just uh, moved. gave you your money back and stuff. Yeah, they, they just segregated I think, and I think went offshore. It was so popular and it was such a big boom that like oh, it was more profitable for them not to rug. It's yeah. like well, we're gonna they, like we'll rug then it then it's they done. Made more or we can just keep operating. Up. Yeah, in good faith and the, just right. make hand over fist. The yeah. actual rugs that came to 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 be were the sites that tried to operate in the gray after Black Friday. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like Lock Poker tried to exist for a couple years and then they just like seized funds and froze. Yeah. Um, you know, mm. Ultimate Bet and Absolute, I guess were pre-Black Friday, they were one of the ones that really like had a big fallout. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. So the, you're telling the me... Black Friday's like the Prohibition era. You told me if Full Tilt didn't do all the down bad stuff when it came to like the money and stuff, <laughs> poker might still just be fine. But because uh, Full Tilt was so I down don't bad... Know. It's tough to say. I imagine the government would have got involved in some point somewhere mm-hmm. along the line. So actually what 
uh, I don't know if a lot of people know the details behind this, but a big aspect of what triggered Black Friday was that um, Full Tilt was doing some sort of shady dealings with an Australian payment processor. Many such. Many. Um, some, something, something occurred with this Australian payment processor where either they rugged the processor or the processor rugged them. Um, okay. And whatever, whatever happened fast-tracked uh, the involvement of the United States government and uh, why can't I think of the actual uh, department that oversaw it? Um, anyway, uh, it, it got them involved. Yep. And once that occurred, it was just a, a, a pretty much a countdown until uh, they ultimately pulled the plug. Yeah. And that's why Stars was the so. The short answer to what you're saying is no, because no down bad stuff was happening with Stars, and all that equated to was that they were able to pay back their clientele. Right, Stars was able to pay back. Full right, tilt wasn't. but they still got shut out of America. Okay, because they didn't leave in 2006 when the UGIA Act got passed. Uh -huh. So this was slightly separate. This was the Wire Act that did not allow people to gamble using bank funds, um, and it was just uh, added on to a Port Authority bill that was always going to pass. Why did that? get passed in the first place what i just said so uh the wire act itself was passed maybe a hundred years ago or so and it was an anti-gambling law oh right? just basically you're not allowed to gamble it was yeah it was basically taking away people's ability to uh circumvent licensed gambling arenas and just you know have a bookie and send the oh, money like via you're not allowed to gamble through something that's not regulated. Correct. And you can't use your bank funds to do that. Specifically, you can't, it's not that you're not allowed to gamble, it's that you're not allowed to use your bank funds to, like the bank right. will not facilitate payment for gambling. The bank. Right. Correct. Right. And what ended up happening was okay. uh, they wanted to, uh, uh, now that the internet became a thing, yeah. they wanted to, uh, that's what UGIA is, unlawful gaming internet, whatever, EI, or EA stands for. Sure. Um, so they wanted the, attach that onto the wire act mm -hmm. and the way that they got around uh any sort of um due process uh, of uh it being discussed as whether or not it should pass as a bill was they attached it to this port authority bill which had to do with uh home defense homeland defense man aren't people they do gonna that all just, the time yeah aren't people just gonna if they wanted to unlawfully gamble anyways find a way to do that though yeah they don't care if people gamble they just don't want the banks facilitating it yeah. Right, well, okay. They want to add. Took in, away like, all the payment um, processing. Okay. Why is that an issue with payment processing? What do you mean? How are you gonna? How are you gonna get money on and off your the site? I just mean like if you're trying to work without being through a site, just do like a person to person basis. Yeah, peer peer to peer is the government yeah. doesn't care about peer to peer. That's small okay. scale. Right. They want to okay. shut down. They want to shut down. Hill. Like okay. Got it. Like a site that was going to facilitate gambling. Yeah. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so they attached it. it to this Port Authority bill, which had to do with Homeland Defense. Yeah. And uh, obviously it was always going to pass, like, with unanimously. Right. Nobody even read the UGIA. They didn't need uh, to. They kind of knew. Right, they didn't care yeah. because they knew that the... So they do this all the time. They piggyback these small, insignificant things uh, onto On bills that's 100% going to pass. pass. Right. Uh, and that's what ended up happening. So party poker left once that, once that bill passed mm -hmm. because they were a publicly traded company and they wanted to set themselves up to potentially operate in the United States in the future. That's why when it got regulated in New Jersey, party poker became 
uh, an operational site again where PokerStars struggled. So PokerStars still can never operate in California, at least not for the time being. Mm-hmm. And they're still not in the Nevada market for the same reasons because they, didn't, they, they were considered a bad actor of the time. Does the government... You can bet online sports in certain places, correct? Like you can bet on sports online. Yeah. Well, now you can. Right. Mm-hmm. Now you can. So is there like a universal... The wire has been reversed. It was reversed. Yeah. Is there a universal site that people use for betting on sports? It's usually... Like is just... it government... Regu- like is it by the government or is it by an individual company? Uh, they're companies, but they're, they're overseen by the government. So it's, it's FanDuel, DraftKings, BetMGM, mm-hmm. uh, Caesar Sports has an app. I, I mean, basically all major... Uh, casinos. So have mostly an app. casinos that are with like tied in with the government are effectively. Well, they're the not ones tied into the government. They just they have just pay taxes. licenses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all state by state, right? Correct. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you can be on Caesars, uh, you know, their betting app, uh, but they have a Nevada betting app and yeah. then they have a New Jersey betting app. So, right, because all the right. states control. Yeah, the only exception to this of where you get to play in a nationwide pool is uh, Daily Fantasy, and it's only for the states that have opted in. Right. And it's so, most of states, except for very few. Again, I think right? it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like 15 to 20. Because like Nevada's opted out. Okay, so why is that the case? Why do they opt out? No. Uh, why is that the way it is? Like, why is poker not like that? Oh, uh, they want a court case that fantasy sports are a game of skill. And we can't win a poker, case that poker... Poker did not win that same court case. <laughs> right. Oh, I see. Who mm-hmm. the fuck represented I don't know, but it, it happened. I don't know if it happened nationwide, but it specifically happened in New York. Right. Uh, Daily Fantasy was ruled uh, a game of skill, a skill-based game. Okay, so basically the way that court case works is you have to have, you have a court case, like the dra- fantasy sports, I guess it was with DraftKings, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Like they have to find a representative that says and proves that this is a skill game and the people that don't want this to happen are trying to prove that it's not. Right. And then they have the jury decide, okay, this is or is not. A skill game. Uh, effectively, yeah. Uh, so, and if you look at this map, you can see that it's actually the majority of the states are opted out. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's either not legal or it's legal, but DraftKings is not live. Uh-huh. Um, How so, long ago did poker have this court case? Um, I think that it was... <laughs> He's very offended. I think, I'm just, no, I'm just curious. No, no, no. I'm just... So I could be muddling the details here. I, I mean, you know, I'm going off of memory here. I, sure. I, I haven't researched this recently, but I think yeah, that yeah. this happened in 2017. Uh, I don't. You probably don't. Again, you probably don't remember because you weren't involved. This was a quarter of my life ago, so of course. I sure, don't. but like 2017, uh, it was the same thing. Like, yeah. uh, when Daily Fantasy first launched, it was national, yeah, and nobody was overseeing it. Mm-hmm. So you could literally play from anywhere, and some of the biggest prize pools around were were being developed. At some point, Washington, Florida, Nevada, and a few other states set a precedent that they weren't going to accept. Uh, this competition with their local casinos. So they basically took it to either their local Supreme Court. I don't think it was national. I think it was like the local Supreme Court. Uh, and they won their case saying that, uh, you know, the, the FanDuel and DraftKings weren't allowed to operate in their current state. And they care because money would be leaving the state and going to this daily th- fantasy sports I stuff. think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was, a, there was a short period of time where like local casinos tried to run daily fantasy. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, I so think okay. Caesars and South Point both They were launched. trying to run their own like DFS competitions? Yeah, just for Nevada. It sounds and dumb, it but flopped, at the same time, it's a poker starter. Well, so you, need, you need the national right, right. pool. It's just too small otherwise. Yeah. Um, so from there, uh, the major 
the major court case that was held was in New York. And the major precedent that was set was that uh, DraftKings won their case in New York, mm -hmm. that it was a game of skill. So I don't recall if poker was also tried or not. I just remember that uh, there was a lot of comparison saying that like Daily Fantasy has won this precedent where poker already had the precedent set that it was not a game of skill mm, because yeah. it was tacked on to Okay, so like there were certain guidelines and to... stuff that made skill games skill games, which, which DFS passed, but poker didn't pass those things. So through the bullet well, point I don't know checklist. Poker, I don't know if poker was even re-examined. I uh -huh. just know from past history, right, what I'm saying. poker was already attributed as not a skillful exactly. game. Like there's a bullet point list of things that mm -hmm. contribute to a skill game and poker did not hit those bullet points. Sure. But DFS yeah. did, clearly. Uh, based off the new precedent that was yeah, set yeah. yeah interesting yeah so um okay you know all of the lobbying that's taking place now uh is probably twofold number one it's trying to get gaming licenses state by state so that they can they can launch uh sports betting and poker lobbying is just people coming in and saying like hey we want this to happen here's a bunch of money yes and then hopefully like yes. their official just do something it's it's corruption at the at yeah. the, at the it's, finest it's, level. It's effectively legalized bribery. Legalized bribery. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then the second We're the second today. level of lobbying, which I imagine they're putting lo a lot less resource into, uh -huh. is just getting poker uh, to pass the the skill game. Right. They're trying because to like, the thing fix is they could points. launch nationwide tomorrow if if uh, poker was viewed state by state as a game of skill. Yeah. Right. What's preventing it is that it's viewed as gambling, and most states opt oh. out of gambling. It is gam. Well, so okay. Can gambling there's a difference between negative edge gambling and uh, zero zero negative sum. Negative edge allowed because mm -hmm. house win. Right. But actually, <laughs> negative edge poker's lumped into negative edge. Yeah, because rake. Right. Well, well, DFS. Is it's not too. even because of anything. Oh. It's just that all gambling was viewed as the same until DFS kind of broke the mold. Gotcha. And said this is a skill-based version of gambling. Okay. Well, because like you can't beat the rank in DFS either. Yeah. People, theoretically speaking, yeah. people clearly know in DFS there are winners and losers. Well, this isn't about logic. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. No, no, when, I, when it comes to the law, when it comes to the law, we're very rarely debating logic. We're actually right. debating semantics. Mm -hmm. Right. One side really wants uh, something to still words. Yes. One, one side wants something to still be legal, so they'll semantically lean into yeah. like, well, is there gambling involved in poker? And it's like the answer is yes. Law. Then okay, is it's it, it's illegal. Is this right? weaponizing? Uh, what do we call it? Weaponized incompetence. Yeah. Is this <laughs> yeah. you're legally king, weaponizing your yeah? King of weaponized incompetence. I'm getting better with. That. It's it's no, warring to it the finest. Very, he he was very accountable when I said. <laughs> well, he knows. All right, he knows so he here, does it. Here, here's the preface of what happens. Uh, I have an <laughs> iPad set up outside of the sauna that you can watch whatever you want to watch on it, and the Bluetooth is connected to the sauna. Now, uh, you cannot, as a reasonable human being, listen or watch anything on full volume. Correct. So I keep it at about 50%. Yes. Sometimes that's even a little that's too loud normal. for me. Like yeah. if it's morning, I have to turn it down <laughs> even more. Uh, Landon, for whatever reason, only <laughs> operates at 100. Yes. So I'm a he, zero to 100 kind of guy. He just watches documentaries at full blast. Sometimes I'm asleep in literally yes. the wall over. Oh, why he doesn't, give, he right doesn't give a shit. You're right there. Oh yeah, he doesn't give a shit. It's I just so watched loud. the movie with him, Melissa. I know. I was watching it basically with him too. Right. I had no choice. So in the group chat, Melissa's like, you know, are you an insane person? Why is this on decibel <laughs> a million? And he's like, I can't control it. I'm he in the goes, sauna. I don't know how to. 
I don't know how to turn it down in the sauna. Right. Which you can't. He's right. right. You cannot. You actually have to physically get out. It. But it also means nothing to get out of the sauna for literally two right. seconds. And the way it was ordered was very misleading and Correct. very, uh, you know, sounds like I might have a job in, uh, and the, in, in lawmaking. The big <laughs> thing that I wanted to get across was that it was a choice. Right. He chose for it to be on to 100. Across, yeah, right. I think Melissa thought, or at least the way it was presented, was that it only had one volume that's setting. What I, that's what it seemed like, yeah. because that's how he presented it. Correct. He said, I don't know how to change it. Right, it's just locked at 100. <laughs> you know, and I said, because uh, then, what am I supposed to say if he's like, I don't know how? Right. I can't do anything. It's I like, have to oh, just well. deal with it. But so I said, like, that's not what you meant. Right. You, what, you, what you meant was I, I am a lazy piece of shit and I don't want <laughs> to be considerate and turn it down so you have to wait and I was like just lead with that next time and then be honest right. that you're being a piece of shit right. and then and we'll be good and I mean honestly like you could have just said look uh, I'm not getting out of the sauna this is a you problem if you want to turn it down no. walk over. I right. would have gone you and turned it down that. I didn't say that because that seems much worse no, no it's not it's worse not. it's not worse it's the same and that's the difference that gives me an option to deal with lower volume it also just tells you that you're disrespecting and, yeah, her and that you are a selfish prick but, but when, you, <laughs> when you phrase it as I don't know how then oh he's just ignorant right, on the topic right he's so, incompetent you know and honestly the incompetence is so much more angering than it is the disrespect. because it's weaponized incompetence <laughs> yes. which is you know how to do it but you pretend you don't know how to do it in order to get out of doing it landon's gonna be one of those guys who withhold sex uh, no, but in a relationship and doesn't happened, like tell tell the so girl the, why the term weaponized incompetence came out of i think uh like relationship therapists yeah because sure. it's a thing yeah that not all the time husbands, but a lot of time husbands will do to get out of doing household things. No, like, it's, 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 uh, it's like a tale as old as time. Women weaponize sex, men weaponize correct. incompetence. Yes. Yeah, so, so they'll be like, oh, I don't know how to do the dishes or I don't know how to do that. You do it so much better. Can you just do it? <laughs> and, right. then, and then they get out of it. And, or they'll start doing it really poorly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. then until the, the woman yeah. just oh. can't, she can't deal with it anymore and takes so, over. I, I do that with Michelle all the time. So that's weaponized <laughs> incompetence. But only in certain things. So like it's it's like a running joke that I'm like you have to fill out the forms because you're so good at filling out <laughs> yes. forms. No, she really is though. No, like because if, if no right if you're but the, the ultimate weaponizer. No, but it's, it's a time <laughs> thing, right? If I did it, it would take me 20 minutes to fill right. out the you form. Where compar- it comparatively speaking, you're also, you've also right? accepted like like by saying right. this, what you're saying is that. You are too much of an idiot to get better at filling out forms. Correct. Right. But, like, but, but you're like, not. No, no, you're not no. saying that. But it's, you not, are. it's not about getting better at I, it. I, it's I just, mean, no, no, no. I think that there's a She's line, She's so though. far ahead that I could never catch up. There is a line, for example, if I'm trying to open a jar, and I, I know right. it's going to be way easier I'm for one of them her to do it, the I will just give it yeah. to one of them. I Could I learn how to open a jar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. It's really hard. You probably get like a jar opener online too. Yeah, but like, so there's a line, I think. But it, when it comes to, it's like you're supposed to be, sh- you know, sharing a load or you're just well, being a Well, it's the dick. things that you can't <laughs> fuck up, right? Like, like, sure, if you challenge me to clean the bathroom and you have a certain standard in mind, I'm not going to meet it. Right. Because my standard is for sure going to be lower. Yeah. And no matter how much coaching or uh, criticism you give me, yeah. I'm not going to meet it. Right. But if you're telling me to take out the garbage 
And I'm telling you, I'm too incompetent to do that. I don't know how. <laughs> right. Like, that's infuriating. Right. Because you or, do. Or, and it doesn't matter, like, which side it comes from, right? Yeah. If, like, either person is saying that they're too incompetent to do a simple task that, like... Well, it's the dishonesty part. Yeah. That's Children the part are great that at this. Well, Children love playing possum when it comes dishonest. to their ability. Dishonest. I don't think it's dishonest. I think it's just lack of being honest with yourself. That is so... <laughs> Here's what you I'm saying. Should, you should be a no, lawyer. No, no, no. Here's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I did not want to actively say to Melissa in the moment, I am too lazy to get out of the sauna, so right. I don't want so to do it. So you said, I don't know how. I didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> I yes. said, I don't know how to turn it down from within the sauna. Knew that I knew that, how to turn it off you, from but, without the sauna. But you knew it would come off. No, and you knew that's it, the you issue. You knew it would come off in a way that's like, okay, she's he not going to make it. He twisted his words right. to make it, to make it. Uh, the way I like perceived that was that you don't, that there is, it is stuck on volume 100. That's, that's not it. what I intended for it to say. Well, what I, what you I did meant, not intend for what it I to meant that was, way. I do not know how or if it is possible to turn down the volume of Wait, the iPad. One foot away no, from while the, being in the sauna. Correct, like one foot away and from the And you can't, iPad. but you have to be out of the sauna. Yeah, but, but what I, <laughs> there's also, there's also a switch. What, what I didn't say was, which I realize now is, I'm too much of a dick to not get out of the sauna and turn right. the volume sure. down. So pause your show for 12 minutes and listen to this Muhammad Ali documentary. It was John bitch. Jones, so you didn't listen even. <laughs> okay, whatever. There, there's also a switch in the sauna where you can turn the audio completely off. Yeah. Then everybody loses except for me. No, everybody except for wins her. except I for I lose. And right. you lose. I didn't want to so lose. So it's either turn it off from inside the sauna or get your ass up and turn so it down. So you can either lose, tie, or win, and you chose to win. Correct. I didn't win. I lost because I have to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> I lost. Well, you're, you're a, a no, actually, I won. No, I think it's a you repercussion know of winning. You who is the biggest winner is your future girlfriend. I won because I learned something. Mm. Yeah. And I learned that it's next time something like that things. happens, I realized, because if I actually said, I'm too lazy to get out of the sauna and change it, I would realize, wow, that's really inconsiderate. I'm going to get out of the sauna right. and just but turn it down. you you... You, you I was in a bad past state. That inconsiderateness, yes. and then you just. Would you say? But I don't know how. <laughs> no, th this isn't accusing you of anything, but I'm, yeah. I'm sure you have some experience with it. Would you say that this is where women weaponizing sex is born out of, as a, as um, a, re as a response? Well, define women weaponizing sex first. Uh, I've, I've had plenty of experience where because this... I have been accused of this. Okay, so. What I would define it as is uh, scenarios where it's clear that one person mm -hmm. is, uh, I wouldn't say More. like needy for touch, right? but like is in a state where they want closeness, they yes. want intimacy, they, they want physicality, right? Like men tend to uh, feel more of an emotional connection. I'm generalizing, but like, yeah. I think this is largely true. Feel more of an emotional connection through like physicality. You know and, what? I actually read a study recently okay. that is that says the claims the opposite that women actually connect. It's like counterintuitive, but that women connect through the act of sex, whereas men form oh, no, the bond through words. Uh, yeah, no, actually, but you that, mean within a relationship? Yes. Yeah. Once the bond is already formed, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's the uh, expression of intimacy. Right. I actually think that that's wholeheartedly yeah, true. Yeah, I think it's. I true feel too. way more connected to somebody that I'm speaking deeply to. 
than I do. I'm the opposite because I'll speak to anyone all day. Right. But, it's like I'll have sex with anybody all day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you whore. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, but like, we don't shame here, Brian. I, I'm kidding. You know, but like shame men the that way stuff. that men are programmed, that's not yeah. that far from the truth. No. Um, but yeah. So I think like once once that level of intimacy is created and you're in a relationship or whatever, uh, I find that the way the power dynamics will shift is men tend to uh tend to like claim power through distance and coldness yeah right so like emotionally uh retracting mm -hmm. where like women do that through physically retracting right mm. yeah well um i don't know i might be a bit of like a fringe case though because i just find you just shut people up completely yeah and <laughs> like know, i don't want to talk to you i don't want to see you i don't want to touch you i don't know um, how to, i don't know how the phone works but try again in a week yeah i mean <laughs> I, don't I don't really know. know i don't i think that i've just never really been in a relationship with someone who i've like wholeheartedly no that's maybe not true but uh, but that i um I, I don't know there's no way to say this. no there's a way to nicely. say it, but it doesn't really feel nice yeah no it doesn't feel nice to say but that i've that i've sustained attraction to yeah yeah hmm. you just lose interest over time interesting i, I stop there's a and it usually is i can pinpoint actually like when it happens yeah because it's usually some sort of event that shakes my trust sure in a way and after that it's really hard for me to like fully connect and be attracted to the person anymore um but yeah that's usually when it comes up like the sex thing where it's like uh they want to have it and they feel like i'm being really withholding but to me it feels like i would rather well you're just on the brink of than sleep with them yeah you're just on the brink of of ending it yeah, yeah and that's, that's not what i'm talking about yeah uh, none of the scenarios I'm presenting. But when things are going well, I'm just you know. Yeah. So none of the scenarios normal. I'm presenting are like at the end of a relationship. It's right. more so like smack dab in the middle. And usually what it is is like uh, these these strange moments where um, like the the girl feels the need to kind of like take a stand out of the blue. Hmm. So. I can I can think of like multiple occasions where uh, we had been getting physical and intimate, and it stopped in like, the middle of that. Yeah, it was just like abruptly stopped, and uh, it was always like these scenarios where they were clinging on to something that was like said previously, or uh, like that you said. Yeah, like something that I would have thought was innocuous, uh -huh. but apparently it was and like then festering. Like, you said this the other day, and you hadn't talked about it before that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, but so you also you're not made aware no, in that moment either. I think that that makes sense in my mind because in order to like fully like want to sleep with the person, you kind of need to be feeling good sure. about everything, and so maybe that comes up. It's like, oh, there's something bothering me. Hold but on, none of these instances the led to the fight then. Right? Like, oh. it was always just kind of like, actually, you know what? I'm not in the mood, and in one way, shape, or form or another, like the sex just stopped, and yeah. then I get like. Well, maybe they didn't angry. realize where it was coming from. Sure. But then it just like festers between both of us until like there's a massive blow up where neither of the points are actually discussed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I, I would think less of this if uh, I thought it was just like a one off experience or yeah. something that like was unique to me. But I just hear of uh, 
like I just hear this is like pretty common experience yeah. where like women uh, women will like weaponize sex in certain ways. I don't think it's meant to be. It seems like it's. More I don't think it's intentional. Always. Thing. I don't think it's mm, like. There was a couple situations where I think it was intentional, but that I think was it definitely person. could. I could see how it could be used that way for yeah. sure. But I think every time I've felt like that or been like accused of like withholding it like manipulatively, it's really just that I feel uh, like not super comfortable with them yeah way easier I, I i wouldn't even think twice about it if like that was just a sign that things are over yeah it's like oh okay well i guess that's that right and i think internally like that's the natural response as a guy yeah where when something like that happens it's just like oh well this is done right right and i don't think that uh in both instances where it's happened to me in relationships i don't think the other person understood that my mind immediately started to go the way of this relationship's over. Yeah. And it led to that every time. Yeah. Right? Like, even though we, we dated for months thereafter, uh, I was already checked out. Like, I stopped initiating mm-hmm. almost, almost immediately mm-hmm. from that point on. Do they start initiating when you stop? Yeah. Yeah. But then they get mad hmm. that they're always the ones initiating. So you just naturally start having less sex. Uh-huh. And you naturally start having, like, this, this bigger disconnect. This is what disconnect. to me. What? Which way? That I, if I'm you, oh that yeah, they get mad that they're always initiating, but yeah. I could go either way. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, the best experiences that uh, I've had were ones where uh, some deep level of communication was developed off of that. Yeah, but that's super rare. Yeah, and it's difficult to maintain. It is. Well, yeah, and I think I've never really been with. No offense, uh, but I don't think I've ever been <laughs> with anybody like dated anyone who i was like so physically attracted to that i wanted to like jump their bones all the time like i've never actually dated someone i felt that way about like so i don't really know maybe because it's to me it's always been more of like a mind thing than like physical like sounds like you're just the one who's always in control like you always own the power dynamic um this this is the benefits of dating down submissive in relationships though well, that's that's even worse. Like, if you're putting yourself in a position to date down, so and then that, submitting to them. Yeah. <laughs> now you're just in this weird world of codependency with like somebody that you wouldn't give the time of day to that's otherwise. Facts. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what oh, happens. Fuck. Yeah. Man. Because I know I like to be in a submissive role in a relationship, but right. I think that I do date down because, well, I I think I've, I'm a little afraid of rejection too. Because like mm-hmm. when I was in high school, like I was not like really that, that sought after, sure. but like I would sort of like shoot my shot with mm. guys that i thought were hot yeah. and then at least you tried you know, I, I, would, even try I wouldn't it. get shut down so i think that i builds character date, yeah builds character to prepare you to date down and then submit right. to them <laughs> right yeah. now you just want the w or, yeah. or uh, it submits your character to never talking to anyone ever until yeah know. but now i'm well now i'm blank slate and i'm open to dating up or or equal <laughs> you know not down no, hopefully not. Never. Maybe we should go not through those, uh, those, my hinge, those hinge DMs. Yeah, my hinge yeah. things. <laughs> hinge things. I, was I think it's a lot easier for you to identify uh, trouble on hinge than it is in the real world. Well, you can just assume that pretty much all of them are trouble. Mm. You're going like, in with the red flag mentality. Let's see what mentality. this guy's voice memo is. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, my God. <laughs> a lot of people. 
That's why I chose this to be the voice prompt. Thank you. That's like, riveting. Riveting, yeah. <laughs> intentions we grown just tell me what it is i'm not trying to waste your time on my time Where, where's the tea these guys are just guys being yeah, guys where's the guy singing you, maybe the singing guy oh that guy was great there's some guy <laughs> singing ed sheeran <laughs> i mean the thing is oh wait who is that oh oh never mind um <laughs> wait what <the> thing <laughs> You thought, wow, that's amazing. I, An insight to how things work. Wait, <laughs> well, who is that? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Like, how can you go from hanging out with the sweetest, biggest asshole you've ever met? He has a huge asshole, he just said. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. He's, that's he exactly what I heard. He has a sweet, massive anus. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, those are the ones that, uh, that guy actually messaged you, right? Um, yeah, he, well, he didn't message me, but he swiped. How do you swipe on hit? Oh, you just like, you just liked, like their picture or yeah, whatever. Yeah, just sent the like. I have oh, a tactic for this. This is going to be a good one, I can tell. I have a tactic for this. I think it yeah, works. Green flags, like, I find like a, green, a, a really nice green flag is when, like, when the other person just really tries the hardest to make sure the both of you are on the same page. That's like something I always tend to look for. Okay, that's normal. Yeah, I'm trying. flags, but like, that's like the only one I feel like that I want to really... Mention. <laughs> I'm gonna hug this guy. I know. Is nah, he okay? He's, nah, he's, he's, talking, he's talking for he too okay? long. He's, he's talking out on a limb. Yeah. Uh, I so I have a method for liking photos. I think it. I think the success rate is slightly higher. Don't like the first two photos because it shows you didn't scroll. Ah. So I always go for like the last two photos. That's good. That's a good tactic. Yeah. I actually do notice. That. Or I just like snap like the one with the dog in it. Right. Because you know. Dog. Or they'll, they'll like, have like one of your word prompts. And it's like, you know, they're just all trying to smash. But like, they're trying to uh, present themselves in a certain way. If I like a girl's word prompt, I've, I'm surely interested in dating her. Right. If I like a girl's booty picture, yeah. a little it less interested a in That's dating her. That's why you have to sort of uh, put everything out there and just let see which ones they decide to swipe on. Yeah, that's fair. Well, yeah, it, it is really a good filtering system, and hey, you could just lean whatever mood you're in. Exactly. You, know? you like, get a you, you get a hot guy who likes the booty pic, yeah, and you're just like, the... okay, you'll exactly. do. And then you <laughs> know, sometimes do. they like the witty comment, and it's like, okay. I say this, but I'm I literally don't meet up with any. I like I've not been on a date with anyone from this app. Right. <laughs> well. I not match. Yet. Well, maybe you're too busy like, dating start... homeless men in real life. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> damn, bro, what the fuck? I've never dated a homeless man since 2017. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been a long I time you're since off the stuff um yeah i'm off the stuff i think i'm restarting my celibacy i guess sure 2022 you're you guys went to liars what are you talking about uh you said that you said this this year too matt i am i'm reinvigorated uh-huh yeah but you've been not really doing yeah. much in that department that's right see lynn as she, far as we're knows. concerned yeah sure that's hey as far as i'm concerned we used to see ladies go bump in the night all the time no, Look. there's not, like... <laughs> Don't shame me. <laughs> it's not shaming. We're not shaming you. We're it just saying, it, we're saying how it is. Well, not ladies at all at the same time. Yeah. You, but first of all, you don't see any of them. I saw one, like, a couple weeks ago. In the you middle saw, of the day. That, that was... <laughs> she brought me cookies. Oh. She brought, yeah. she brought you her cookie. 
<laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shout out to Frankie C. Hitting us with a super chat. Uh, Said, here's some cash for Landon to go buy Melissa Starbucks and get this over with. There is no issue. The issue He gave over. you Starbucks money for you guys to wow. kiss and make up. Aww. We're already, we already nice. made, up. made up. Yeah. Mm, that's adorable. Mm. See, you guys you are, still get the Starbucks, though. You guys. You can still have a coffee. You guys are a very functioning relationship, much like me and Brian. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Landon function. and I have fought like so much like we <laughs> fight like siblings yeah like i fight with him like i fight with my brother yeah, yeah. your yell makes me uncomfortable <laughs> it should because i don't do it that often i'll end on a story from yesterday Fuck, man there's i i do we, not like the melissa yell the melissa yell or like yesterday realizing because normally right no yes you were right normally <laughs> normally you, you when you realize you're just so wrong and you're like wait a minute you actually just lose this one. Yeah. It's a very defeating feeling. You know, there's no ties you can take. You gotta take the L one. sometimes, man. You know, That's good for character. Yes. I took the L and I learned something. That's good. You don't weaponize incompetence. That's for you. So. And all you in the chat, you're, all, you're, you're bad as fuck too. You're all bad. No one's all. Here we just, go again with no, Landon no, telling all the audience why they're terrible yeah, people. Right? Like, you tried no to fight perfect. someone yesterday. We're not perfect individuals. You know, like we all have <laughs> moments of weakness. Audience. They are perfect. Yeah, the audience is just perfect and never make a mistake in their life. <laughs> but like sometimes I fucking punted off infinite in a tournament where like I could have won a bunch of money oh, and I didn't. Here we go, here we go and no, again. I don't have to talk go. about that. But I was upset and I was selfish because I was mad. And sometimes you make mistakes. When you're emotionally charged, just, just, just ask, ask for a hug next it. time, big guy. Yeah. I made him. This is why you? we have three dogs in the house. No, not for me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I am not, not the warm. That's exactly. Okay, no hug here, no hug here. I'm not the warm, fuzzy here, character in your I'll life. I'll give the tortoise a hug. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not gonna move, but no. I'll, I'll you can a story feel it. from can... yesterday that Fuck, man. that definitely just sums up uh, where Melissa's at with everybody in the house. Oh. So uh, <laughs> we left to come to the podcast, and the pool guy was uh, cleaning out the pool, but it was. It was bad because of the recent storms. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, it was like twelve, or sorry, it was like um, eleven fifteen when we left. And I knew Landon had a break at eleven fifty five from Venom. <laughs> so I go, "Hey, let the dogs out." Rudy hasn't been outside yet. This is Melissa's dog. Uh, my dogs—they just use the doggy door because they're, you know, intelligent. Uh, <laughs> He's scared. He goes, "Okay," and I go, "The pool guy's here." You know, just that's why that's why Rudy hasn't been out yet. Just a forewarning in case he's still here when you get up. So Landon's rocking out with his headphones on, blasting volume 100, of course. Mm-hmm. Let's Rudy out, goes back and, and plays the Venom. Never thinks twice about it. And to, to be fair, there was no pool guy there when that happened. Well, the pool guy came back. And maybe he knocked at the door, maybe he didn't. We'll never know because Landon was on volume 100. <laughs> uh, but the dogs do not take kindly to a stranger walking onto our property, Mm-mm. particularly Rudy. Who apparently bit said pool guy? Uh, nothing bad, it was but you know, just a nibble on his foot. Yeah, left a bit of a Shoot. scratch. On, and for what it's worth, I've tried to take a rock from Rudy before. Like he will fucking bite you, bro. I've seen Rudy when he's stuff. protecting his rocks. He likes rocks. He will bite you. Like I could take. I can take food out of my dog's mouth. Not take his rock. I see why like animals have this in, like primal instinct of like looking scary. Cause like when Rudy has his rock collection <laughs> and you try to like take one, there is you feel fear. Yeah. Well you should well, because you he'll to, fucking you just bite have you. To, like divert his attention. <laughs> no, no, it's not it's supposed to be a trick. Like <laughs> 
Listen, <laughs> if I give Gatsby or Scout food, uh, this is something obviously you guys. We've seen you pulling the ball the ball out of Gatsby's mouth. It sounds like a murder. It sounds place. like it, but he it doesn't look the same. He's like, having Rudy fun. shows his teeth and he has snarls. No, teeth. no, no, that's no, not true. <laughs> he has three teeth. Uh, I understand you got Rudy a little bit older too, so like this is a difficult thing to yeah. train. But like as puppies, you get them comfortable with you, uh, like manipulating their food yeah. and toys and, well, and he was and always like that. like that like i remember the second day i had him i took him to the dog park and he got a rock in his mouth and i was afraid he was gonna choke i was like this is not normal like <laughs> i need to get this out of his mouth and he like i pulled the rock out but then he clamped down on my middle finger instead and i like actually lost feeling in my finger Jesus for a while Christ. and it was just like it blew up so i was like okay well we don't take rocks from him <laughs> i learned that very <laughs> early on the first yeah. night i had him i wanted to give him a bath because he was in the shelter and you know he's dirty and so i try and pick him up and put him he immediately snaps and bites my arm and i was like okay we don't pick him up unless he wants to be picked up and Not we don't take rocks from his mouth Okay, so he could use some temper management, but all in all, he's a good dog. He's a great dog. Uh, now that said, <laughs> now that said, the pool guy uh, leaves obviously because he was being hoarded into a corner and attacked. Wow. And a couple hours later, the owner of the pool company comes, knocks on the door. I answer it. Uh, he's like, "Hey, man, uh, you know your dog bit me," and I'm like, "Or sorry, your dog bit my pool guy." I'm like, "When?" And he's like, "Like 30 minutes ago." Now. 30 minutes ago at that point would have been like hours, like three or four hours after I had left to do the podcast. So I was like, oh, so what you're saying is he left, came back, and the dogs were outside. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, you have to see where that's like yeah. on you, you right? You have to tell us. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not going to keep the dogs inside for like nine hours in case the right. pool guy comes back. Like, right. that's crazy. Uh, so, you know, we kind of like hash it out. No big deal. Everything's fine. So he's like, okay, well, he didn't finish, obviously, because he got attacked. So I'll go back and finish now. I'm like, okay, fine. So I take the dogs in my room, shut the door. Rudy's out wandering around, doing his thing. I assume he's up in Melissa's room where he lives for 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. Apparently, he wandered his way downstairs. <laughs> he loves to just paw at the door. Yeah. So he pauses the door. Landon, bopping around in the kitchen, doesn't think anything of it, lets him out. <laughs> pool guys in the fucking hot tub getting mauled by Rudy again. No. He's, he's not getting mauled get by Rudy. Mauled. Rudy was going to go over there and I'm like, Rudy, get the fuck back you know inside. Right. I think that maybe the first guy had bad vibes because he's not always going to do that. It's only when people maybe. are sus. So anyway, Landon gets Rudy back inside. He texts the group. He goes, oh my God, the pool guy's outside again. And I let Rudy out again. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. And how am I supposed to know that there's another pool guy here? It's It's... 99% not your fault. That's it's 1% you not being very aware of your surroundings. But the crux of the story of what makes it funny is that Melissa's texting the group saying like, come on, man, you're going to get Rudy euthanized uh, off of like attacking all these workers and stuff. <laughs> and like, I don't want you contributing to the death of my dog or whatever. So said, kinda... no, what I said was I will euthanize you if he's <laughs> right. So now Landon's telling me a hand history or something in the kitchen and uh, we're not being quiet about it, like laughing pretty hard. And Melissa comes down like basically uh, talking about how we're just always shouting at each other or whatever. And it diverts our attention 
onto euthanizing Rudy. Yeah. And I go, I gotta tell you, I'm not gonna be a character witness at that trial of whether or not Rudy should be euthanized. She goes, nobody else should be a part of this. <laughs> so oh why God. would you be invited I'm... to be a character witness on Rudy? And so we go down this whole path of like of all the people who bear witness to Rudy and condemn him to death. I was like, yeah, you know, if you ask Hugo, the cleaner to come on sound... and be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. and be like, uh, the black dog. No, the black dog. He bit me. One of the times, like he cornered the. <laughs> he cornered the. <laughs> I walked in, and the cleaning lady was in my shower with the door closed, Aww. and Rudy was barking at her outside of it. And he's really like not an no, aggressive he's dog. No, he's very nice. Like he's not aggro. Oh yeah, he's no, he's just, the best. He just is, you know, he's like a little off. Yes, he's Man. a little off. So we go, we start running through the character witnesses oh that would God. possibly testify on behalf of Rudy, and they're all just putting him to death. I'm like, Hugo's on the stand. He's like, oh, the black dog, he's very aggressive. You know what? These are all people who he sees as intruders. And then, and then you call Gatsby to the stand, and Gatsby's just Mr. like... Mr. Gatsby. Yeah, it's like, Mr. Gatsby. <laughs> Would you would you like to speak Gatsby's on behalf of... Gatsby's not on the stand. None of you guys are because you're all biased. Would you like to speak on behalf of Mr. Rudy, who you've been roommates with for the past four years? And he'd be like, nah, dog. this motherfucker just yells at me yeah. all day yes, long. Yes, he does. He yells at him a lot. Oh, my God. You're, you guys truly have no idea how hard Matt and I were laughing about the most insane things. I was dying. I was it literally was... dying, and Melissa was so angry with us. Like, there was no hiding it. She was yelling from the top of the stairs. Like, she was so Why mad. Why would you be... A character witness for my dog why would you be there's no first of all that's just silly there's no judge and jury that's why it's funny it's 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 yeah. like judge judy but rudy edition it's judge right. judy with rudy Listen, judge rudy judge will, rudy all of you will be <laughs> no, not euthanized you will be judge vaporized yeah. who would be the character witness just you just me <laughs> you're the only one just me. oh you don't care you know i know that's him clear. more than anyone else <laughs> and if you guys had him voted to be euthanized, I would vaporize you all. Instantly. All I was saying, the only point I was trying to make is it wasn't looking good for Rudy. Well, you know, it's it not looking good for you if it's not looking good for Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they turned Judge Judy into Judge Rudy. I will Judge burn Rudy. the house Rudy. down with you guys in it. <laughs> Fine, I welcome this. No, this is, I did say. <laughs> Look at that. That's amazing. <laughs> That's what Rudy does, yep. only he's five times that size and he actually clamps onto your leg. Uh, he's he like the dog that chases he mailman. You act like he attacks people. He doesn't. Do you think he would chase a truck, like a mail truck? No, he's not aggressive. He's actually very like. <laughs> he's aggressive in love. Every time I've come over, he's, he's so jumped on top nice. of me. That's because he loves but it's turtle. because he was happy to see people me. who don't even like dogs like Rudy. Yeah. Wow. He's always been nice to me. I would I would be on his side. Yeah. I'll see, tell you Brian what. Brian gets to yeah. be his character. Uh, I'll yes. tell you what. Uh, I think the compromise here is that you shave Rudy. If you I'm shave not shaving Rudy, him. He sheds everywhere. <laughs> so do your dogs. No, it's so bad. Yes, they fucking it's, do. Of course they when do. When I wear black, it, it's covered in white mm -hmm. hairs. Of course, of course, like they shed. But like, if you just like look at the floor, it's just black hair. Every. This is why I can't sell the house. Yeah, but you can't. They see. come in and they're just that's like. That's because your dog's hair is short and light. Exactly. You that's can't why see I got it, but them. But it sticks to your clothes like. Yeah, it's fucking, but that's why I got them. You're covered in white hair. <laughs> My dogs don't shed at all. Same. Your dogs are barely qualified as dogs. Oh, what? Just because they're small? They're ankle biters. <laughs> small dogs are cute. They're yippy. 
You got purse dogs is what happened. Ollie will fuck your shit up. <laughs> no, yes, he will. He would he would fucking Ollie, want to talk about uh Ollie Ollie attacked. would be distracted by a laser pointer. No. Maybe. <laughs> Charlie definitely. Everyone in the chat thinks Rudy's like this hyper aggressive crazy dog. You're gonna have to bring in pictures for not. tomorrow. He's not. He's not. You can bring in pictures for tomorrow. You Rudy's sweet. Are you are spreading Lot, um, Falsehoods. Yeah, yep. I'm actually gonna sue you for defamation mm -hmm. for Rudy defamation of character. Yeah, mm -hmm. defamation you are of Rudy's completely character. spinning him into this evil monster just because you're offended that he yells at your dog. Bites my pool guy. Bites my cleaner. Barely, and they're being <laughs> they're exaggerated. They deserve it. Don't you? And they, they, he's just protecting the house. Right. Right. Yes. You're intruding. Yes, yes. And he doesn't even like bite skin. He just bites people's shoes. That that part is actually true. When I tried to get the rock out, I was smart enough he to use my foot. He only bites people's shoes because he's a herding dog. And he's mm. trying to herd people away. Yeah. Well, it was the calf of the pool guy, for whatever that's Well, worth. that's close enough. Sure. And was there yeah. blood? No. Yeah, because no, no he blood. doesn't bite hard. He just is... He's mouthing because he's like he doesn't have hands, but he's so trying he's, to he's, pick his leg up and move mouth. it away. No, no, no. He bites hard. That's why your fingers swelled. Well, that time, he just doesn't break that skin. time he was I, he was replacing the clench of the rock ah, with my finger. Mm -hmm. I see. I understand. And I wouldn't do that again. I, look, we get it. We all love Rudy. We all make mistakes. We're not. No, we're not here to actually Rudy. euthanize you don't Rudy. Love, you don't it love was Rudy. hypothetical. And that if you actually brought to the table. If he's euthanized, you literally will be euthanized. So <laughs> you can't be like, euthanized your when you're choice. old, right? It's your choice. That's true. I'm. I'm Not just legally. on my way. Out. I don't need it to be legal. <laughs> it's when does laws rule me? All right, maybe <laughs> I'll be here tomorrow. My confidence rule me. <laughs> there, there's a chance I'll be here tomorrow. Landon leaves for son. Florida, so he will not be joining us. Conrad is already gone. No, he's wow. not. We're, we're, we're down yeah. to the skeleton we're, we're, we're crew. Just yeah. me, LaManna, and Melissa. We'll oh. see what we get into the next few days. All sports. All sports all the time. Can't be outvoted now. We can't be outvoted You're now. You're the minority, Melissa. It's just, <laughs> just going to be sulfur-wide plugs and sports. Well, so do yep. I have to come? Yes. Yeah, you got to come. Why? I'm not going to say anything. Your pain no. is the entertainment that the audience There's is There's no entertainment because it cuts to me and I'm on my listen, phone. Listen, most of the sports uh, news is past. Yeah, we also need somebody to come and uh, expose their, their hinge dating profile. Yeah. Well, if it's something... Maybe we can make one for LaManna for shit. I'm happy to come and talk about other <laughs> no, things that, that aren't going to make our audience want to gouge their ears and eyes out. Hey, let's not speak for the audience. I mean, a lot of them seem to be pretty well, vocally you, against the If you know the what the audience segment. wants, like, let's deliver. Okay, I'm what do you guys it. want? Let us know. <laughs> I don't think it's sports because everyone complains every time we go on a sports team. Three people complain. That's it. Mm. That is it. But, you know, okay, to be fair, only five sports, people chatted. Rudy. <laughs> bring Rudy. We should definitely bring Rudy and sit him in Landon's chair. Yep. We could have a, we could have a, we'll see a how mock good he is. court for Rudy. Yeah, yes, yes, that's this. what we'll do. We'll put no, Rudy on trial tomorrow. <laughs> because you're just going to piss me off with how much you talk shit about my dog. <laughs> and you, you spread rumors about him. You paint him in this light that's so inaccurate. Mock court, mock court. It's like, All right. you know what? you're just jealous because he's very handsome. Very handsome boy with his rotted tooth. Getting a little thick. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow, 12.15 as usual. Thank you guys so much for watching. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment below. Let us know uh, what you would like us to talk about in the up upcoming days. Uh, we'll pay a little bit closer attention to uh, all things Bring Kenny and the launch of 4Poker. See if there's any more news on that front uh, over the next few days. Um, we'll probably also discuss No Gamble, No Future tomorrow. Maybe I'll see if I can get Jeff and or Brent 
uh, to join us at some point this week. We can take a deeper dive into the new show by PokerGo. Uh, but until then, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.